Right now, your Miami Marlins, they continue spring training action. And some news uh, coming across for the fish today as Skip Schumacher announced that his opening day starter is going to be none other than Jesus Lazardo. An unbelievably cool story. Hometown kid. Awesome season last year. He's been great since coming over to your Miami Marlins. But now he gets the opportunity to get the ball on opening day. So let's go to the Toyota of Hollywood guest line. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. Jesus Lazardo joining us there. Uh, Jesus, how are you, man? Congratulations. I'm doing well. Thank you. I appreciate it. When you got the news that you were going to be the opening day starter, was it Goosey's or was it Goosey's galore? Uh, yeah, definitely got goosebumps. It was uh, awesome news for me, for my family. Uh, just being able to tell my parents, you know, um, I grew up going to opening days and, uh, you know, pro player. So just being able to have them there, give them that news, I thought it was awesome. How would this, this journey for you, Jesus, like when coming from Oakland over here and, become, you know, getting the dream to be on your hometown team to, to this, like, have you done much in the way of like reflecting of how cool that is, like, you know, to, to have your career shake out the way that it has? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, during the offseason, it, it really sinks in uh, just being able to, you know, the offseason, the last game of the season, uh, I just go home and, I, you know, I grow up in Parkland, live in Parkland now, um, just live there year round, uh, being able to drive to the field or drive here to spring training, go home. It just um, I mean, it's just a blessing for me, for my family, uh, a lot of friends. Uh, it, it's hard to kind of sit there and, and reflect in season, but uh, when I when I get some time to myself and, and able to like sit back and, and take a look at what's going on, it's it really is a blessing. Just uh, you know, growing up for this, uh, rooting for this team, and, and being able to be a part of it now. What's um, what's your preparation for? I, I always wonder as a starting pitcher, and you're going to be opening, you know, pitching the first game. What steps do you take to be able to get to uh, being able to throw? 75 80 pitches i don't know you know they usually start pitches off kind of slow during the season but we've been out to training camp we see you doing all these drills and stuff when do you start like okay i'm gonna throw two or three innings then i'm gonna try to get up to four when do you get to the point where okay i am ready to be the start the opening day starter yeah i mean it's uh probably about two starts before uh opening day mm-hmm. um I'm already at last start two days ago through two innings on Friday. I'll throw three. And then that's just how we progress. Every start will go uh, another inning. So it'll go four, five, six. Okay. And then um, around, you know, that March 22nd, March 21st ish, you throw one more start. Um, maybe you back down a little bit. Maybe you uh, increase the workload. But um, basically, you build up progressively up until, you know, opening day. Then you're ready to go. How much responsibility did you feel coming into this year, Jesus, of you know stepping up as a leader, knowing that Sandy was not going to be able to pitch for you guys, and he took such pride in that that role? Did you feel any responsibility to kind of take the mantle of that, knowing that he'll be around, but he, you know if if you're not going to have him on the hill, it's a little bit different. So you need somebody still on the inside of things. Yeah, uh, I do. I do feel um, responsibility. I think it's an honor, uh, you know, to be. Um, the guy kind of leading us off and trying to get us off on the right foot. I think it's going to be uh, a big group effort at the same time. You know, I think we got a lot of young guys, a lot of guys that are going to have to hit new PRs and innings and all that. But at the same time, like you said, I think it's nice to have someone uh, on the inside and, and kind of on the field. And, um, yeah, I think it is an honor for me, and I'm, I'm extremely excited to, to be that guy. 
How uh, how overlooked do you think this team is right now? Because obviously you guys are in a division where the flash is always going to go to the big spenders. But you guys made the playoffs last year, man. And and I do feel like it, there's a bit of overlook. You guys have made some fun additions this year. Um, do you? How, how much do you feel like this this Marlins team is being overlooked in the NL East right now? Yeah, I think we're being uh, extremely overlooked. You know, I think um, last year uh, we were overlooked, and I think this year again. Um, but at the same time, I think we like that. I think we like to have that little edge, that little chip on our shoulder. Um, you know, that we made the playoffs last year. That you know, people aren't really paying attention to us. You know, we might not have the biggest off season, but I think we had some additions, and some key pieces, and. Um, I think that for us, it's, it's you know, we use that to our advantage and kind of be the underdog and face some teams that, you know, they think they're going to come in to, to Miami and whatever it might be, you know, route us. And I think uh, we, like I said, we use that to our advantage and, and have that little edge. How is, you know, how is last year getting everybody ready for this year? Because, you know, last year there weren't a lot of expectations, but you guys played really well. Uh, the pitching, the the timely hitting, stuff like that. You lost a bat in Solaire, but then you got an, another guy who kind of fits the same bill as Solaire, who was struggling coming in, but has had some monster years. Um, how do you guys kind of get together and just have this conversation? Hey, man, th- this can be done. We've done this before. Don't worry about how much money you're making. Don't worry about the amount the team is spending. We have done this with what we have. Yeah, no, and I agree. I think uh, it's something that, you know, Skip kind of set the tone for day one. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Spring training and let us know. You know, we had a talk and we had our team meeting and then and things like that were said. But at the same time, uh, you know, it doesn't even have to be said, I feel like. I think we, everyone in the clubhouse just knows. Um, and, you know, it's just it, it is what it is. We're going to go out and we're going to grind and we're going to battle and scratch and claw every game. And um, I think teams facing us now know that, that, you know, we're going to grind you out and, and it's not just going to come and be an easy game. Uh, you know, when you face the Marlins, you're in for for a dogfight. And that's the that's the goal we want to have. Now, hey, Seuss, uh, we, we talked about this last week. Uh, it's been uh, all the buzz around the fans uh, in spring training. Are these pants as bad as they say they are? These these baseball pants, are they as bad as they say they are? Uh, I mean, I will say, you know, they're comfortable, they're lightweight. Um, There's some issues maybe on like, you know, you get uh, maybe a little see-through, whatever it might be. But in terms of like being comfortable, I I think they're comfortable. So we're not going to go with the – there's not going to be any bright uh, undergarments for for Jesus Lizardo on opening day. You're going to probably try and find something that's a little bit more discreet. Yeah, I'm going to go black sliders. I can tell you that right now. Oh, yeah. Yes, like I've been trying to tell yeah. you guys this. They normally wear stuff under there. And like for football players, we have the same thin stuff. But guess what? You see pants and you can see just a jock strap. Yeah, but I've right? all, And nobody made a big deal about football players doing it. Now all of a sudden, the baseball, but we go, it all flip out. They First of all, do you understand the the burns you get if you don't wear tights under there? 
Come on, yeah, man. you got to have wear some under especially there. Especially the yeah. position players, yeah. Yeah. Well, hold on, but but I'm sure baseball players do weird things, Jesus. There's no way in your time ever in the sport that somebody has not worn something like a thong or something strange just to get out of a slump. And I just wonder if this is going to deter people from this, from these type of uh, activities because of these uh, maybe transparent pants. Well, I think the guys that are, are, you know, are willing to go out on a limb and, and wear the thong or whatever it might be, uh, I think they won't care. So Yeah, they don't care. Uh, They're trying to get out of the slope. Yeah. Maybe you might see some interesting things throughout the year. We'll see. I, who is, though, most likely in the clubhouse? Because I got my money on Jake Berger. Like, most likely guy that would, <laughs> would go in that direction. Can you reveal who is most likely to wear something strange to get out of a slump? Uh, man, that's tough. I mean... I would say De La Cruz. I highly doubt that he would do it, but uh, I would go with De La Cruz. <laughs> well, uh, from this from this standpoint, uh, Jesus, did you do anything unique, interesting this offseason that you wanted to add to your game? I mean, such a great year for you last year, but I imagine you want to always improve all that. Did you try and tinker with pitches, try a new pitch, anything different that you did uh, coming into this year that you wanted to bring to the table? Uh, yeah, I mean, I felt like I was just fine-tuning my, my pitches um, – trying to stand up my four seam a little bit more, get a little more ride on it, um, kind of work on a sinker, get get to the other side of the plate a little more. But my biggest thing was I tried to add a, a curveball that we've been throwing in spring training, and uh, it's been feeling really good, um, you know, and getting good results so far. So uh, the goal is just to keep working and, and perfect that pitch by the time opening day comes around. Now, when it comes to to pitching like this, right, you – do you watch film and say, oh, you know what? This pitch would have got this guy right here, and I didn't have it. Let me try to work on it to see if I can incorporate it. Or do you try to perfect and locate the pitches that you have and and perfect those pitches so that you have your go-to you know, arsenal when, when you get in those moments again? Yeah, for me, uh, last year was more that year for me that uh, I thought that there were times that I could add pitches and me and Mel uh, Stoudemire, our pitching coach, just talked and he was like, you need to, you know, don't be a jack of all trades. You know, you want to perfect your craft. So um, I had to really work and and work on the pitches that I had. And once I felt like uh, I got to the point last year that I maybe not perfected them, but I got them to the point where I want them and, and where I'm confident in them and I can lean on them. Um, this offseason was now a time to add. So it's just something to give uh, the opposing team something to think about a little more, you know, when they're setting a game plan against the pitching staff. Um, for me specifically, just I want them to have another thought in their mind that, you know, he has this pitch, maybe he can use it. So um, just adding little pieces here and there and trying to piece it together. Last year, uh, you guys were dazzled by Yuri Perez coming up at his age and doing what he did. What is, uh, you know, a, a, a Yuri Perez with a year under his belt? What is it? What have you noticed about him in, in camp so far this year? I mean, Yuri looks amazing. Uh, you know, he comes into camp full of energy. Uh, great guy to have around. He, you know, young kid kind of brings a lot of energy. Brings out young life to the team. And um, I mean, he's a hard worker. You know, he he doesn't take anything for granted. Um, always smiling, always has good energy, always has a lot of fun. You never see him nervous, never see him upset, um, even when things aren't going well. So um, it's just he's a great guy to have. You know, he's he's like a little brother to me and I think um, to a lot of the guys on the team. But he's also at the same time a leader. You know, he uh, commands a lot of respect in the, in the clubhouse, and I think that's awesome to see, a, a, you know, a 20-year-old, 20, 20 about to be 21. Um, he, he's awesome to have around. I can't say enough good things about him. Is that a pitcher's mentality, though? You have to kind of be even keel 
because things go up and down and you have to just stay the course. So it's more of a, a pitching thing than than necessarily just a baseball thing, right? Yeah, I've seen, uh, you know, for the most part, it's a long season, so you want everyone to have that mentality. But uh, I've seen, you know, the best pitchers that I've gotten to share a clubhouse with in my uh, career has been uh, guys that just stay even kill. Like you said, you know, they might have a great game and punch out the world. And, you know, after the game, you see them exactly as if they just gave up seven runs. So, right. um, you know, it's not that you you take a bad outing lightly or anything, but it's just, you know, it's a long season. You get 33 starts in a full season. Not every start's going to go perfect the way you want it. You got to understand that, uh, you know, it is what it is. You flush it, you fix what you got to fix, and, and you move on. So um, you got to stay very even because, you know, the highs can get highs and the lows can get really low. So you don't want to get affected too much. Hey, Suze, before we get you out of here, always got to get your pulse on things uh, around the sports landscape down here in South Florida. How confident are you right now as a Cats fan? Confidence level in the Panthers right now. They look unstoppable. Do you feel like this is the year they get over the hump? I do, yeah. I've been going to a lot of games. Um, they turned it around the new year. Um, you know, once they beat the Rangers at home, I think they turned it around a lot. And uh, I'm confident in them. You know, I think they're like I like I envision the Marlins. I think they're a team, a scrappy team. Uh, they'll take anyone to go toe to toe with anyone, and that's what I like about them. I think they're they're um, you know they got a lot of dogs in that clubhouse, and I think that's what we need here in South Florida. So. Um, I'm confident in them. I think this is the year they get over the hump. Who was the uh, the first person you reached out to after you got the news about uh, the opening day? I uh, threw uh, in my family group chat, and then my dad within maybe 30 seconds. Was he uh, was he crying? Was he was he emotional about it? No, no, not crying. But he was definitely excited. Yeah, he was definitely excited. He might cry on opening day, but he didn't cry there. That, well, that's awesome, man. Hey, congratulations, Jesus. You're, you've you've had a. Uh, you know, you're a hell of a story down here. You've obviously been, uh, you know, awesome since you've gotten traded down here and uh, very happy for you, man. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on. There you go. Jesus Lazardo, your Miami Marlins opening day starter. We will take a quick break. The- hey, by the way. Yes. He's talking about Yuri Perez being young. Hmm? He looks 12. He's got some boyish good I, looks. He, he, I was waiting a, for he looks really that, young. He's, I knew he's it. got some boyish good looks, but I mean, Yuri. Three? Yuri's a Yuri's a baby. I mean, is Jesus like twenty twenty three? Uh, say? Jesus is what 27? 26. What? Twenty six. Vet. Twenty six. Yeah, he's a vet. Wow. Young twenty six too. He's gonna be yeah. twenty six all season. Dude, he looks like he's nineteen. He's right? A, he's a he's he, a baby. He ain't even got like he ain't even got that old man imperfections on your face from shaving too much he's got that tobin face no it's not no that's not the same like he shaves got, once a month I, I i didn't shave this morning so you could see it's a little scratchy you know but really? you know be careful really? you'll irritate send, send me a picture with you having facial hair well i choose not to like but i could Guys, if i we wanted already to. gone through this i know I've, Look if at I, him. yeah this is how he looks yep with, with the bunny the mm-hmm. take a quick break the damage is done, my friend, is next.